Welcome to Dicey Stories, where we tell stories shaped by dice. You're listening to our tabletop role-playing game, Actual Play Podcast, episode 104. Today's episode is another installment in our series, Fraud Investigators, played using the Genesis role-playing system and set in the universe of Blizzard's StarCraft video games at the beginning of StarCraft II. For the story up to this point, visit our website, DiceyStories.com, where you can listen to previous episodes or read the serialized write-ups of our adventures. Now let's get rolling. We've got a story to tell. You exit the opposite side of the station. Which of these fruit baskets is carrying the recovered item? The one who is from the Dominion. Carl. Carl. Yes. I'm on a constant lookout for an opportunity to swipe it away from him. Okay. Uh, Well, let me set the scene a little bit. Uh, you come out of the train station, it's, it's like, it's still, like, daylight, it's probably mid-afternoon by now, and I would like two purple perception checks from everybody. Don't forget blue dice for everybody, if they're close enough. That is a good point. Three successes, three advantages. One success and a threat. Okay, you two succeed. Uh, you're, like, up on a ridge a little ways. There's kind of this valley area down here. There is a bit of a battle raging down there. There are there's no arc like shells anymore. You've cleared out those. Uh, but there are Dominion forces fighting Zerg in that valley, maybe like five hundred meters to a thousand meters away, uh, that you can see in. Uh, and there's like creep on many parts of the ground, and it looks like the Dominion forces are trying to advance, but they're having a hard time. And I will say the Zerg are between you and the other Dominion forces. Where are the Zerg in relation to where our triangulation ended up? Uh, right smack in the middle. Did Durian radio that to... Well, maybe we don't know. Yeah, you don't know what he, information he may may not have radioed back. Well, I ask him. I say, hey, Durian. <laughs> I mean, Sergeant Breaker. Did you radio back the location? Are these guys looking for the music? Uh, oh, sorry, Miss Washington. I didn't include that in my recent report. Figured until we have confirmed sighting. Understood. Told them we were investigating southward. There is it's a battle that's... Miss Lockwell, this is not a safe place to take you. But Kate Lockwell is like, she's got the camera trained on it. She's getting some excellent footage. Uh, what do you guys... You had three advantages, Imogen, right? Yes. And we were just like crawling through rubble and stuff like that. So if I could make some sort of skullduggery check with blue dice. Like... It would be completely reasonable in that explosion and crashing for the stuff to have fallen out of that guy's back, which is a story I can tell if I manage to swipe it from his back. Okay. And everyone's distracted right now looking at like the battle. Yes. And like I was just reprimanded for ordering people around. I'm not the one in charge. Dorian and Kate are in charge. So they're the ones who can tell people what to do. Me, I want that tech. Okay. You can just make a red and a purple uh, skullduggery check then. Okay. And I had advantages on my perception check, so I got a blue die? Yeah. You Well, maybe you don't want to use it now, but don't you have an isn't that convenient something or other? How convenient. Oh, yes. I will use it. Okay, so that's a hard mechanics check first. Yes, but if it doesn't work, I still have the skullduggery check. What are you going to do? It's about, like, the backpack setup attached to the power armor, the clip-type things. You want those clips to just fail and it does fall off? Yes. Okay. That's what we'll try, if the how convenient works. How convenient. How convenient succeeds with an advantage. 
Uh, okay, that's what your power is. Then it did, in fact, just come off as he was crawling out. As you're thinking, oh, like it could have fallen off here, and how convenient it actually did. Uh, and you just scoop it right up. Yes. Yes, I do. So, they might still notice it's missing later and ask, but you do not need to deceive anyone in the moment. I need to know what the encumbrance is. Oh, of this, like, one. All right. Yes, so you get out to the, like, you're at the top of the other side of the train station. Kate is of the opinion that, like, we need to go down and see what this radio message is about. You guys are all professionals, right? Looks like the Dominion is clearing this out, but if you know they're friendly fire, they might destroy whoever is sending that radio message before we have a chance to reach them. Durians of the mind like, this is dangerous for my troops. They are not equipped for combat support right now. We should wait it out till the Dominion clears it out. I turn to Imogen and say, I can scout ahead. Is this about guilt tripping Durian? We'll be like, all right, it's too dangerous for you and your Marines. We'll go scout it out. <laughs> no, no, Lily just yeah. really will scout. Like one person, I'll go take a look. Yeah, you move fast on creep and you're fast and you're sneaky and you're not part of any unit or anything like that. You've got Imogen's blessing. Do you literally sneak away from the group or you just like dash out and start your stealth? Are you trying to avoid the eyes of the Zerg or the Zerg and like Durian in her? Let me think, because I'm not in the crew, but I do think Durian would try. I saw him stop Imogen. I, you know, I'll, yeah, I'll just avoid everybody. Okay. If I sneak out, it's just easier for everybody. Okay. Lily's just like, this is the easiest thing. So you're trying to avoid the Zerg and Durian and crew. I think you're at four purples of stealth. If, and if Durian notices you, I'll just dress him down. You're like a very experienced combat person and you don't need him babysitting you. Okay. Then I'll use a story point. Myself an upgrade. All right. Two advantages and a failure. Who is it better to have seen you? Some of the Zerg or Durian? Oh, I thought Kate was a choice. No, because Kate's not going to chase after you. Zerg. I'm more reckless than I am, like, social confrontation. <laughs> yeah. Like, Zerg, that's a straightforward problem. Yeah. Uh, as long as you believe the Zerg is not intelligent. Yeah, I'm, I don't think I'm going to have to talk my way out of this. Oh, that's true. You dash down, uh, hoping they won't notice, like, get on just the other side of a big rock so, like, Durian and people can't see you, and you're like, okay, now I got it. You turn around, there's a Zerg lane right there. All right. I need a vigilance check right away. You and the Zerg lane are going to duke it out. Okay. 1.2? Okay. Uh, Zerg lane has two, so the Zerg lane goes first. Okay. He is right there, so he is just going to leap and scratch, scratch, scratch all over you. Eight damage as he lays into you. Okay, so then I take four. Okay. Your shotgun can certainly be out. You were prepared and ready. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I figured my shotgun's been out most of the time, except yeah. for when we were searching. How noisy is it? Well... A shotgun? No, I mean just... Oh, in general, it is pretty loud. There's machine gun fire and other stuff. Okay, so I can shoot without it being... Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to shoot at him. Okay. He is in your face, though, so you'll have to, like, step back a little bit. Step back instead of aiming and shoot. Yeah, probably. Okay. It would be one purple at short range. I'm going to upgrade, so it's one red. Two successes and a triumph. Okay. Your What's your base damage on this? Eight. Okay. Uh, so you blast this Zergling to Smithereens. You don't need to spend your triumph on that. Okay. I'm open to other ideas on what you spend this triumph on. Like, that the shot was kind of muffled, actually. 
that's an option. Yeah, I was trying to sneak along, so maybe somehow I'm behind maybe the rock, so it muffles the sound. Yeah, and like other Zerg have not noticed that there there's suddenly someone behind them. Okay. You've taken out this Zerg lane, no problem. Like you peek around, other Zerg are like they're focused on their forward direction. Okay, you're down low in the valley. Imogen, I would like another perception check that is a red and a purple. So you're surveying this field. You see Lily duck behind a rock, then lose track of her. Failure with one advantage. Failure with one advantage. Sorry, plots that are dependent upon PCs noticing things can go awry. They can, certainly. Or PCs, you know, finding equipment or (laughs) anything like that. Uh, okay. I will just say your advantage, you can recover some strain. The Dominion looks like they're slowly winning this fight, but the Zerg are putting up a heck of a battle. Is there anything to indicate if the Zerg are defending something in particular, or is it just gaining ground? There is creep all over the ground, and there are various Zerg structures here, of the weird, like, bio-structures that you tend to see on Zerg. Uh, But there's no particular... There's no big, like, shrine or cerebrate-looking thing. There's nothing obvious here that's like, we need to defend this thing. Or we want to recover that thing. Yes. Like, there's a particular Terran ruin or anything. Not that you're able to discern, no. Well, have I gotten close enough, or do I need to keep going? You need one more mad dash to get to what you believe is the source of, uh, which is a Zerg structure. Okay. uh, Is what it looks like, actually. Uh, So I would like another stealth check, again, for purples. Okay. Since I'm behind this rock, can I radio back to Imogen and tell her kind of what I see at this point? At least so she has a little bit of information? Yes, you absolutely can. Okay. There's a Zerg thing. Zerg structure. Zerg building, yeah. um, You can make a knowledge Zerg check. Oh, no, no, no. No, I probably would say whatever, like, I can see as far as, like, it's a big green Zerg building or what structure. It is a big green Zerg building. Now, is it the sort of thing that I would stab in the face? No. Well, I wouldn't put it past her. Let's just see what I think this thing is. So is it too purple? Now it's Zerg? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Just one advantage. Yep, Zerg structure. Definitely Zerg. Zerg structure, but I feel better. Yeah, it's not the kind that Imogen stabs. You can recover strain with that. So it's a built like a hive, yeah? Uh, you're not sure if this is a hive or not. But it looks more like a hive than when you stab in the face? Yes, than Does a... Does it have a long scorpion tail? It does not have a long scorpion tail. So she says, no, like a structure. Okay. <laughs> not a face. Okay, and then your stealth check. Four purples. One failure. I don't even know why I'm trying to sneak... <laughs> Apparently I'm too reckless. So this is what happens. Lily, you make the mad dash to this Zerg structure. Uh-huh. You do get there, but like flowing out of the structure rolls like a baneling. Uh, you know, the explody ground Zerg. Ah. Uh. Also, Imogen, Durian is like surveying the scene. You see him like, what's that? And he's like, got some binoculars. He's like, <laughs> oh, Lily! And he like looks aside. She's not there. <laughs> Durian makes a Discipline check of does he stay put? Ooh. He succeeds with triumph. I'm trying to think what exactly that means in this situation. He was using the binoculars and stuff. Can he radio her like some tactically useful information? Yes, I think he he does exactly that. Like he's got an eye on you, Lily. 
like Durian like calms into you, Lily. Like, Lily, Lily, you okay? Yup. You got a Zerg six feet to your right. It's uh looks like a Baneling, but maybe kind of purple. Something strange about it. You want to get out of there right away. If you can take cover, I can try to call back, get some siege tank fire around that location. Oh, he's gonna call back. He says like, if you can take cover, he will call in a strike. So is it gonna be my turn? Cause I'm gonna shoot it if. You are gonna need a vigilance off, like to see who goes first. Okay, because I don't know if I could outrun it. So but I know if they explode. It yeah, it actually rolled out. It didn't even crawl or run. Can she have an upgrade from Drain's Triumph? Yes, Lily can definitely get an upgrade. Two point three. Okay, the Baneling actually had three point one on two green dice, so the Baneling wins this. Baneling beelines for you, and it's rolling like its entire body. That's the fast Banelings, are the kind that roll. Sometimes they're slow, and they just crawl around. Oh, okay. Yes, it is rolling right at you. It seems to be, like, aiming directly for you. I would like a coordination check of two reds from you to avoid getting hit directly by the explosion. There's a certain amount of indirect that you cannot avoid. Yeah, okay. I'll use a straight point. <laughs> okay. And I have my natural parkour, so... You do? There's a chance. Does the Baneling not have to roll an actual attack roll? Uh, not for this particular... This is not a... You will all will be revealed in time. Okay. Well, let's hope he's not as bad as a hand grenade or whatever the last thing was. A brick? No, no. <laughs> the, the thing that totally took me down. Oh, the uh, D8 Deuterium Bomb. Yeah, that thing. Two successes. You managed to dive out of the way of the direct blast, and it is just like a blast kaboom. Okay. Purple goo goes everywhere. Uh, and you've seen Banelings before. You know, you get hit with that goo. It's like extremely toxic acid, and it will just start burning you immediately. Okay. I would like a two purple knowledge Zerg check. As this goo is blasting everywhere, you avoid most of it, but not all of it. One success. Those banelings are always green. That's the like, typical Zerg acid color. This is purple. Like creep. More like creep, yes. You get hit with, like, soft purple goo. But, like, from everyone's perspective up top, this baneling came in kablooey, and now, like, there's just a mass of purple. Like, it's harder to see Lily, actually. I'd probably jump behind a rock, so it probably just looked like... You jump behind a rock or something. Durian's, like, furiously calling over the comm, like, Lily, Lily, are you okay? Are you okay? Am I on creep or not right now? You're on creep, 100%. Oh, so there's no dirt or anything? Uh, there's places where there's just dirt, yeah. I want to take dirt and, like, rub it off. Okay. Like, it was acidic. I don't know what it is. You do not. Does it burn? Does it burn my clothes? No, it actually seems kind of soft. Does it wipe off? Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of sticky, like, creep in a way. But not... It does not seem like it's purposefully sticky. Okay. Uh, give me a two purple perception check. Three successes, but two threats. You are, like, wiping yourself off, like, you feel okay... You do see, like, amongst, like, what remains of the Bangling, which is not a lot, there is, like, some kind of tech that must have been inside it that sort of looks like a radio, but, like, definitely just weird-looking tech. And it's covered, it's absolutely covered in goo and who knows what else. Uh-huh. Do you want me to take the threats as strain? You take the threats as strain as, like, you hear from a little bit of distance a, like, hydralisk growl. Oh, crap. But I've been seen... I've seen in the structure. Did I see what I came to see? 
Uh, I mean, presumably this radio thing is what's emitting. It's playing the music? Yeah, I mean, it's it's broadcasting it on its radio frequency. It's not necessarily on audibly right now. Oh, it was in this baneling? Is that what you're saying? That seems to be the situation. All right, can I grab the tech and run back? You can. Uh, I guess this is no longer a stealth check. Yeah, because I'm reckless, so I'm going to crack my neck. Once again, <laughs> you grab a piece of Zyrtec and you turn around and you run. Yes, that's what I'm This is how all of our snowball problems started. Yep. Yes. Okay, you are... I mean, can I click the radio so that Durian knows I'm okay? Or no, you know, or I just do it too. He'll see me in a second. He'll see you in a second. Yeah. Yeah, Durian is like freaking out. He's got his guns ready. Lily comes running out and uh, like, oh! With the Hydralisk behind me or what? The Hydralisk is following. That Durian like calls down like, we gotta give her supporting fire. My gun only goes to, I think, medium range. Yeah. So I will just be aiming to be ready to take a shot at whatever's chasing her when she gets that close. Okay, that's fine. I'm sure I'm going to get a Hydralisk spine here in a sec. Why don't you, Imogen, as well as Doreen and his crew, make a three purple, whatever your combat skill is. This is to assist Lily and, like, you're giving her suppressive fire, sort of. We'll see how many boosts she gets. Okay, but narratively, I'm doing a hamstring shot. Narratively, you're doing a hamstring shot? Okay, I'll keep that in mind. Failure. You do not succeed. Okay. But you're blasting. You're trying to... Uh, and, like, there's other Zerg that, like, more than just the Hydros that's chasing her, I should say. There are ones who are closer who might be cutting off her retreat. Yeah, essentially, I'm shooting at legs. You're shooting at legs. You're trying to do so. Is Kate also shooting? I mean, she's shooting video. That's what I meant. Durian and his crew both succeed, though. So, Lily, you'll get two blue dice on this, I think, coordination check to, like, get out before the Zerg can close in around you. Is it coordination or athletics for running? Running is usually athletics. You're right. Let's do athletics. Uh, this will be three purples. And I'm going to spend the last story point. So it's a red and two purples. But you get two blue dice from Durian and crew. And then I'm basically leading all these Zerg back to the group? I mean, you are. But uh, that's also leading a lot of Zerg away from the Dominion. And it also seems like they're just trying to cut off your retreat. Okay. Might as well use a story point. Two successes and two threats. Yeah, a few uh, Hydra Spines come close, but don't actually hit you. Okay. Your heart's racing a little bit, like, feels like you're in the Zerg Hive. You manage to, like, get clear. Dury and his troops, like, now have the high ground. The Zerg kind of lay off. They don't come charging up. Okay. You're not 100% sure if it's, like, they're afraid, or if they recognize, like, we need to focus on the bigger threat to the east. The, like, Dominion rolling through. I could see strain is just from having to run this whole time. Yeah. Maybe there was something at the edge of my memory that I had been through something like this before. Running from Zerg, you know, a common uh, flashback for uh, veterans to have. Yeah. The ones who didn't run, they didn't make it. Yeah. Yes, you managed to get back up during immediately. Like, are you okay? I, I don't know. I, I didn't realize you ran down there. You didn't have any backup. I was scouting. Let me see what you got. I hand the tech to Imogen. Uh, yes. It is still playing that same kind of music. Uh, not, again, not audibly, but... And I point to it with Durian. and I say, that was in the Bane Lane. That don't make no sense. Like, in its stomach or in its head? Unknown. I didn't see it till after the explosion. Whoa, Bane Lane exploded on you? We got a decox. I don't know how you're not liquefied. If you're got hit with the Bane Lane, you could be melting. Like, I don't know what that purple stuff is, but... I didn't wipe enough of it off, I guess. 
I mean, there's still some. There's a lot. I'm like, it's sticky. I guess I get a sample jar and put it in there. Yeah. <laughs> Imogen, you're interested in this device. I'm interested in how it compares to Cerberus implants that I've seen before. Okay. I'm also psychometrically interested in it. Which are you interested in first? Mechanical inspection. Okay. So how similar to Cerberus stuff is it? What exactly is going on here? Yeah, like, was this attached to an organic being or was this in something's stomach? Yeah, I think two purples and a black. And it is covered in purple goo. I'll wipe it off first. Do you have an oil rag in your toolkit? Ah, looks like we have oil rags now. Ha-ha. <laughs> <laughs> Oily rags. Does he have some sort of detox stuff? Uh, no, he's thinking like water or something to counteract the acid. Yeah, I mean, if he wants to help me. Is it on my back? Yeah. You have a med kit. Do you have a med kit? Durian will make a med check. On day. Okay, I don't think it's acid. You know what? Lily doesn't say anything. She'll let him do a med check. Maybe she's a little careful about her neck. Yeah. But she didn't get any there. Of course not, because she always keeps it really covered. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he takes, like, off some spray stuff and, like, tries to spray you down. He manages to get most of it off. Imogen. Success with two threats on the mechanics check. Okay. You're going to take two strain, uh, unless you want a black die in your psychometry, which I don't imagine you do. No. Yeah, this object is more in line of, it was definitely in a stomach of some kind. It's mostly a radio. It's been modified uh, significantly, you can tell. And it looks like you thought it was just like Zerg bits that were stuck inside, but it looks like some of the components are actually organic in nature. The like radio part itself doesn't look super special, but like something's been done to it. So is there more than just a radio here? Like it's a radio that has had organic bits, like Zerg bits, grafted onto it. But this was not done in a way that was going to be embedded in something's brain. Definitely not in a brain, no. Like, it looks like for this thing to function, it needs some of these organic bits. Like, it doesn't have a battery. Okay. It has, like, more like a heart attached to it. Okay, so the Terran technology was adapted to incorporate, essentially, what passes for Zerg technology. Yes, that is your assessment, and, like, that's kind of creepy and disgusting. Like, you've seen, or maybe you haven't seen necessarily, like, Zerg can infest Terran structures. It looks a lot like that. Why, yes. Yes, I have seen that on Jarvik. That's right. Torben Miner. Yes, that is kind of what this looks like. But this is on, like, a more detailed level than you're used to seeing. All right, time to see what else I can learn. And it, like, splurches, releases some gas. Is it still playing the music? It's still playing on that channel, yes. Okay, so this thing is what's broadcasting, or this thing is receiving and playing. Yeah, it seems to be the broadcasting, or it's a relay station of some kind. Or okay. It is the local source of your Emojin music. That's just weird. Emojin Radio, 97.1, live from Tarsonis. You know, like, Aiden's influence has already spread throughout this forum. They all like Emojin music now. It's true. What level of psychosis are you going for? I'm going to try the month back. Okay. Fail with a threat. Yeah, you're not able to get a clear picture of anything. What are you doing with that threat? I think it's a wound. Like, it's you've had a history of bloody noses when you overexert yourself. Yep. And this is just literally alien. Yes, but I'm also feeling stubborn. Okay. So you're going to try again, or? I'm going to try to see if I can, like, learn about its owner. Okay. 
Now, whether that just tells me about the baneling whose stomach it was in, or whether it tells me about like whatever intelligence was involved with its plan, I don't know. But okay, whatever the baneling ate that had this tech. But but like Zerg don't really eat. Yeah, from Lily's perspective, Durian's making sure you're okay. And it looks like Imogen is really like fiddling with this thing. She's like really intensely focused on it. Okay. And she's got another noseblade. And like Kate is probably like Imogen isn't even aware. Kate is like broadcasting. Or maybe she is. Or filming, you mean? Yeah. Here we've recovered some strange artifact and our Emogen scientist is investigating it right now. Of course, we'll get it back to Dominion forces as well. Yeah. I mean, like I was doing stuff with tools and, and things like that and... And now I'm just like angrily staring at it. Yeah. And, and like Kate's like Emoja, known for its very intense scientists. <laughs> Still, you know, a future part of the Dominion. We're all part of humanity. I'm happy to give Yuri, I won't, don't need to talk very loud, but tell him what I saw over there with the structure. Uh, you describe the structure to him. Mm-hmm. The interesting military things, just the landscape going up, creep all the way to it. The structure was about blah, 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 and whatever. Yeah, he's like, yeah, that, that sounds like a baneling nest, so makes sense you find a baneling there. Aren't they usually green? <sighs> You're lucky to be alive, though. Baneling explodes on a marine. Usually, lifespans measured in seconds. Well, I jumped. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess a guy in power armor can't jump as easily. <laughs> like, I jumped all the way. Just saying, you must be Lady Luck. Well, it was kind of dumb. Hey, the best stories are kind of dumb. All right, Imogen, what's the what's the result here? So you have two threats to do something with, but I have four successes. And you wanted to know about the owner. Yes. This is the previous owner's identity. Yes, you do get a flash. Not the name, but like who they are. You see a infested Terran, uh, in fact. Anyone I know? Yeah, it's definitely Aiden. Already? And he's like... He's not, like, fiddling with it too much, but you get a sense of, like, the music is most strongly tied to him. Yeah, you don't get a vision, I should say, but he is the owner, in some sense, of this object. The timeline of this is is just very surprising to me. Maybe Zerg can move faster than uh, your little science vessel. Okay. Maybe applied plots. Don't look behind the curtain. I... We left Jarbin before the swarm was coming, and they were going to call the swarm down, and they were going to deal with all the pirates. And Right, but you also went back to Emoja. Okay. He's, in some sense, sensed as the owner of this. All right. That means I have to try something ridiculously foolish again. What, like running through creep? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's pretty up there. Now, I'm going to try to mentally reach him. Lovely. If he's on this planet, that's... Extreme range, right? Yes, you can just do the extreme. Do you get a bonus for having something that you just did the psycho whatever on connection? I will give you an extra bonus for that, and because you have such a close uh, relationship with him. What were you doing with the two threats? You will take another wound, as you are like really stressing your system, and you'll take a black die on this roll. Okay. Engaged is the basic short medium, long, extreme. So that's four range bands up. Yep. I think I need to go for surface level thoughts. I don't think emotional state is going to be helpful enough. I think you're correct. So that's a base of three, and I'm adding four to it. Uh, if you get up to five and then there's more, then you just start upgrading. All right, so we have three purples and two reds. And black. And I'm going to spend a story point. And you got a blue because you had this recent psychometry. 
and I will give you a blue because you have a close relationship with Aiden. Okay. He's not getting any extra upgrades for whatever Zerg mental defenses are now in place for him? Uh, not for this purpose, no. There's, there's enough going on here, as is. Two advantages. But there's a triumph. But there is a triumph. And I was trying to do surface level thoughts. Right. I will say that like you get a feeling through this object more than like trying to sense outward in a sense that you can use this object to communicate with Aiden. Like you get a sense like do that somewhere safe. He gave me a Zerg infested walkie-talkie. Yay! Okay, so I need to keep this item. Yes. You have to keep all the artifacts. I wondered if the music was a message to you. Perhaps. And he was, the Baneling was like, deliver it to the first Terran. <laughs> deliver it to the one with the big braids. No, <laughs> stupid Baneling. <laughs> yeah, explode, but don't dissolve her. Yeah. Uh, so that's like this feeling that you get. You can recover some strain. You don't get surface level thoughts, but. Okay. So is Durian doing an actual medicine check or is he just doing like a spray? Yes, he did an actual medicine check. He has one success. He can heal one wound. Yeah, we'll take it. I just say Zergling. Yeah, that's true. That was the real problem. He's like, did you get bit by a Zergling too? Yeah. Oh, Lily. That was dumb. You gotta admit. <laughs> she just laughs. But you're still standing, so it wasn't too dumb. What's dumb was being seen. I suppose that's one way to look at it. I think Imogen needs to make a cool check versus whoever cares. I think just three purples, because it's a group. Four threats, but it's a successful triumph. Hmm. Threats could be environmental. Yeah. I think the threats are that uh, the Zerg are actually redoubling their efforts, and they are pushing the Dominion back. And this is not going to be a safe place to stick around. But you have a successful triumph. No one is any the wiser, and you, if you have to make a deception check on this or your glove that you're stealing, you can get an upgrade. Okay. As like everyone is very focused on the Dominion is losing ground here. Right. And I am actually concealing all the gazillion things going on in my head right now. Yes. You're just uh, not the focus of attention. Kate like was doing reports on like, and it looks like in mere moments, our Dominion forces will be riding to Vic. Cut, cut, cut. <laughs> so uh, Kate has lost interest in this like device that was sort of interesting, but like she thought the Dominion was going to win and now they're not. What do you guys do? I am going to like essentially just like clean the device up along with all of my mechanic kit stuff. Yeah. And then I will respectfully address Sergeant Breaker that maybe we should perhaps withdraw hastily given the oncoming forces. I think that unfortunately is going to be what we have to do. We got to reposition. As much as I would love to apply pressure, we are not in a position to do that. Got what we came for. We should get out of here. Find another way back to Liberation Point Alpha. Maybe if we head west a little bit along the train tracks, there might be a way back home. And then if anybody asks, I will just like claim that the, the tech was left behind in our rapid exodus. That sounds uh, reasonable. I was going to ask if you, if you uh, Jen, felt like you needed to make a deception check. I don't think you do, because you made your cool check, but if you would like to, you can to head off anything. That would happen later, I guess, if anybody asked about it. I would say, like, I am prepping for that to happen. Okay. I think you're okay at this juncture. Okay. 
are we shooting our way out or are we just going to shoot Dominion forces or what do we need to do? Whoa, whoa, no, no, not, not, not shooting Dominion forces. No, no, I'm not. Lily might be like, are we shooting our way out? But I don't really have a sense of if we were to do that, if we're actually being more trouble than we're worth. Yeah, Durian thinks you can head around the train station to the west and there should be a way back to like your fire base where you touch down. Some reports that there might be some Zerg there, but... Yeah, we should probably get out of here before the <laughs> artillery. Yeah. Because <laughs> I got a feeling the tank's going to be called to fire back in this area, and we don't want to be anywhere near that. I would like a group survival check, actually, for generally navigating this somewhat treacherous terrain. I will say a purple and a red. I'll spend a story point. So, Lily, you want to make that? I can do that. I have three ranks in it, unless we can work together somehow. I have three cunning. So with so your three you, ranks, that's three yellows. Do you want me to roll it or do you want to roll it? If you don't want me to pass out, you need to make the roll. One success and one advantage. One success and one advantage. You have no problem. Uh, you managed to get by. You avoid. There is a, a smaller Zerg colony over there, but there's not nearly as many. Uh, and you all keep your distance. You kind of hug the, the ridge and you find a ramp, more like a, a ridge that gets down back into the valley where your, your fire base was. And you get there without further incident. As you get back to your base, like Kate is like filming some final, like some final thoughts uh, or whatever. And she's like, it was all right. It was very difficult. Taking back to our saunas is going to be take more than a day. Uh, but our crews are out there. Uh, we're doing our part trying to scout out a little bit. We uh, look for interesting things in the rail yard. But the only prize we found was uh, some old Confederate uh, technology in the Zerg area. And, uh, I'm going to spend a story point as Kate turns to you, Imogen, for like, uh, what do you think will come of that? And I lie through my teeth and say, hopefully the good boys in red will be able to recover it from the area that we evacuated so rapidly. It is a red and two purples to fool Kate Lockwell. I have my upgrade. You got your upgrade. You have a story point you can spend as well. I'll do it. This is important to me. I have two threats, but I have success with a triumph. Uh, Kate is bummed, I will say, but she's like, no, I, I understand. It's, that wasn't critical. We got out of there with our lives. Thanks to Sergeant Breaker. and his... Thanks to Sergeant Breaker, and uh, they're all in good shape even. Would you say that this mission was a success then? Yeah, this mission is definitely a success. Like, I'll have to, you know, do some re-editing. Would you sign this affidavit that this mission was a success? And like, to her, it's almost like, sure, you know what? <laughs> absolutely like success you know 10 out of 10 would be defended by again yeah she probably got some good sound bites from durian he's all like pro-dominion positive yes he's he's super positive <laughs> uh, i'm gonna do some editing work i think i might resplice change the order some things that's tv magic that's how it works but you know look for this uh in a couple days on uh, unn uh would two strain like take you out Imogen? Uh, I'm at 10 of 15. Yeah, I, I think you do take two strain. You are worn out. Like, you got the things you needed to get, but... My face is a bloody mess again. Your face is a bloody mess again. My brother is... What is he doing? What is he up to? Uh, you two get back into your... Uh, Durian, he thanks you so much, Lily. Like, oh, I got my guys out of here. We're all alive. And uh, you told him about, like, the deal to, like... Yep. Okay. We got the signatures. <sighs> They did, you know, these guys, the fruit basket, they did okay. They they did all right. I thought for a while that, you know, banana was going to be off, but uh, 
banana, uh, apricot, and and Carl. <laughs> strawberry, but that's actually his last name is Strawberry. Carl Strawberry. Yeah. Private Strawberry. <laughs> they they did okay. <sighs> I give him a high five. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna need a break. All right, see you on the other side. I'll see you on the platform. Uh, he bids you farewell. All right. You get onto your ship, uh, Lily, in your room. Oh, yeah, what's going on in my room? There's a snowball, isn't there? Yeah, how's he doing? He is actually looking significantly better. He's still in blob form, but he only looks a little bit cut up. Okay, so I'll go in and I'll be like, how you doing, buddy? <laughs> kind of looks at you like he's absorbed like all the creep that you poured on him. There's no other creep nearby for me to take a sample or to get for him. We can say you got a sample of creep. Okay. I mean, you were rolling around in this stuff. Then, yeah, we'll open up the jar and see if he needs more. Uh, he definitely shows an interest in that. Then I'll pour some on him? You know, who am I kidding? I pour it all on him. Yeah, you pour it all on him. Uh, yeah, he kind of, like, sues back down like he's in a nice hot tub or something. Yeah, he's looking significantly better. Uh, but he still has that crit. So you can write down, Snowball has a level one crit. Oh, okay. Like, you notice there's, like, a, a hard lump that's not reshaping. Poor guy. I mean, I'm sure we'll be happy to perform surgery, just not right now. Yeah. Uh, Imogen, what do you do? I go to my room. You got this device. I am not going to do anything with that device right now. Like, I have... Caused enough trouble for one day. Well, like, with the psychometry stuff, I know I felt like I hit the edge of something dangerous, and the nosebleeds are danger when I've overexerted myself. And plus, there's this thing with Aiden. So the glove device is just going to be locked up for now. Okay. Uh, so you just lock up your, your things and head back up to the assault platform. Or do you guys just jet entirely? I don't want us to leave Tarsonis' airspace just yet. Okay. I think that's reasonable. I'm fine with us going back to the platform. But I don't want to leave until I figure out like how I can use this to talk to Aiden. Okay. I think that's fine then. Uh, you guys go back up to the platform. You do not have to make another piloting check. Getting out is actually a lot easier than getting in. Because Zerg are mainly shooting at things that are coming down rather than going up. So you can get back to the platform without much, too much trouble. Uh, why don't you roll cooler discipline to recover some strain? Or we can just pick up like the next day if you want to just recover your strain. That's also fine. How much more are we going to play? Uh, just a little bit more. Like one. I want you to turn on that device. Let me put it that way. <laughs> I want you to succeed with that. Well, I think Imogen needs a full night's sleep before she does that. I think that's entirely reasonable. Actually, let me make a discipline check related to that. Because it's really interesting. Well, it's a matter of, like, I need to be clear-headed and have enough energy to try it. But on the other hand, like, Dominion is shelling this planet. If Aiden is still here, he could be in danger. Like, Yeah. I do not succeed that discipline check. So I'm just going to make... A recovery roll for the end of an encounter. Can you tuck in your braid? Tuck in my braid. And then do your thing. And then I'm going to try to get this thing to work. Okay. I would just like a red and a purple mechanics check. Does my mechanics kit avail me? Yes. I extend the antenna a little further. Well, you might have wanted me to use this device. I fail with two advantages and a triumph. Okay. You will get a partial piece of information. Okay. Uh, you managed to trigger something 
such that like the music changes and it's no longer music playing, uh, but you get a message uh, through. You can hear Aiden's voice. Uh, creepy. It sounds a little bit more zergy than it did before, perhaps. And it's just like, hi, sister, you're there. I, ah, you're having some kind of problem. You, you can hear me though. That's that's the important thing. I, at least I, I'm pretty sure it's you. Uh, I've been I've been trying to find a safe way to reach you, and uh, I hope you didn't mind uh, the purple goo that came along with this. I told it it should be non-toxic and uh, and biodegradable. <laughs> he, he makes the he makes the zerg more more bio friendly. Yeah, well, you know, that's uh, he's still emojin, still important to him. Or is he? Anyway, it's, I'm losing power here. I'll try this again later, but I've been able to talk to the queen. Uh, she's she's amazing, and uh, <laughs> she's she's angry. <laughs> and she's uh, she said she might be willing to to make a deal with you, and it kind of cuts off. Oh. That's good. But you don't know if he's on planet getting shelled. Yeah. His voice was hurried, but he could tell he was running out of power. So you'll still have to futz with this device a little bit more. Mm-hmm. All right. I think we can call it there. So he's smitten with his new bride? No, no, no. no. He's the consort. She's amazing. That's oh. what he said. Yes. And she's willing to deal. All right. So I think that's a good place to end it for tonight. Let's see, guys. Uh, perhaps Lily and Durian get some drinks. Toast to the Endurians. Yeah, I don't know if I want to hire these guys into that work, but, you know, uh, Banana and Carl, they, they did okay. <laughs> you don't want to work with the fruit baskets? You know, just, uh, no. <laughs> I just, be too much to take care of. I'm sure they'll line up something else. Alright. You guys can take 15 experience of surviving Tarsos. You've been listening to Fraud Investigators, set in Blizzard's StarCraft universe, and played using Fantasy Flight Games' Genesis role-playing system. Our GM was Dan, and our players were Lex and Jen. For the serialized narrative write-up of this adventure, visit us at DiceyStories.com. Our music comes from Purple Planet Music. Visit them at purple-planet.com. Until next time, this is Dicey Stories reminding you, don't be dumb.